Pro Pods Got in Time, August 24th, 2023. Todd, I think the last time I did a show was uh, Last Lunar Moon. It's been a minute. It's been a hot, hot minute. Some foley work there. You've had a lot going on. You've been international. Now you're back stateside. I'm Chilling back, motherfucker. I'm back. Like a villain. You are in Studio B, correct? Oh, there's Todd. The picture. Oh, because he's recording the call. Oh. At wait, long last. Can you not see me before? Is I could not see you before, no. What'd you ask me? I don't know. I said are you in Studio B. Yes, of course. You can I, see that I am. I know the answer. It looks like a fake background. video. Huh? It's blurry. Blurry video. You realize. Yeah, blurry video. But, but you can see, you recognize the background. You know what I am. I do. Yes, that's what I'm talking Speaking about. Speaking to our rabid fans. That's right, rabid. All of them. Rabid fans. Rabbit fans or rabid? Rabid. They're all fucking rabid. I guess I guess rabbits don't really make noises. Sure they do. Hip hop. As I said. I mean, we've all seen the Cadbury commercials, right? Not, that not recognizable sounds, though, I, I would oh, say. Okay. Uh, I'm very in tune with the animal sounds at this point in my life because my daughter is loves making animal sounds. You say, what's a cow what say? What does the fox say? She says, moo. We don't say, what does the fox say? Because like a rabbit, I don't think of, well, actually, that's not true. Ding, 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 I know what a fox says because I've slept in your downstairs guest room. It's <laughs> now your elder daughter's room. The fox says, Wah! at three in the morning and scares the living shit out of me. Um, but no, she knows what a cow says. She knows what a donkey says. She knows what a duck says. Her Can new favorite is, what does a tiger sounds? say? Yeah. What does the tiger say? What's a Roar? Roar, as she says. A much higher pitch. It's <laughs> pretty cute. Roar. Have to meet and this she has someday. A, she has, a, yeah, one day. She has a book where it has a variety of animals and it's funny because we'll get to like the page with like an alpaca and she'll, she will have done the sounds up to that point and get the alpaca and she'll pause for a minute and go, rawr. And like, I don't think so. <laughs> and then a few pages later, She's it's like, a sloth Could or be. a kangaroo. <laughs> like anything that she doesn't know what they sound like, it's rawr. So, um, anyway. Just because she likes doing that one? Just because she, she clearly enjoys doing it. Awesome. Only interrupted by something that she knows. Like again donkey or a cat or a dog or a cow or a Wait, sheep. what does a donkey say? Hee-haw, hee-haw. Hee-haw. Or a frog which says hibbit. Because I guess saying like words that start Hibbert. with an R is a problem for her. So she says hibbit, hibbit, hibbit. Anyway. Um, hibbit. Yeah. Kids aren't that intelligent, but she'll get there. Yeah. Todd? Will she? What's been going on in your world? Nothing? What's been going on? Whew. Lots. Stuff things. and things. Yes. Stuff and things. What's been going on with you? Who cares about me? Uh, you got your hairs cut. Do we podcast since I was you got about your to say, cut? I don't know. I mean, you've you've got, what, a half dozen recordings that you refuse to upload to our YouTube page, so I don't know. I don't know when we last. Actually, let me tell you. I don't think we've podcasted since you got your hair cut. I don't think we have either, but I'm going to look it up. I show 819, that was just me, I do believe, yeah. And then 83 was the last one that we did. I definitely did not have my hairs cut then. I cut them, I think, 
couple days after that pod. Boom. So. Because the dynamite. So yes, there you go. Because I believe I said when you cut your cut your hairs, why didn't you do that shit before we podcasted? And I probably said I wanted to, but I didn't. But your wife was very pleased. I had, when I had to sharpen the, photos. The, the clippers. You know what I lost is the the the, the grease that you put on the clippers, and I found that vegetable it oil really helps. There. Oh, veggie oil, really? Yeah, I put anything. On you have to wash it off afterwards, or leave it on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why am I asking you? <laughs> I guess you could. You could if you wanted to. I mean, it's going on your head. It doesn't. It just. It's there for. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about using it and storing it. Did you say uh, your KY fine. or I just KY? Put your KY on there. What makes you think I have KY jelly? I don't know. I'm just saying you could put your lubricant, be it rapeseed oil, also known as canola oil, or I'm sorry, uh, rapeseed. rapeseed. You heard. You heard what I said. That's the other name for it. Is that don't, um, don't believe me? Google it. Is that product sponsored by other cows? Because you know, <laughs> if there's one seed that I love, <laughs> that's not even funny. Outside of my own, it's, it's the rapeseed rape seed. oil is also because, known as canola yes. oil. Oh, but do you think in this modern society it's sold as rapeseed oil anywhere? No, that's why they call it canola oil, probably. Mm. Gotcha. It's one of the oldest known vegetable oils, this is according to wikipedia.org. Which is always 100% accurate. I mean, this for this kind of stuff, I feel like it's pretty Yeah, that's safe. true. Why would somebody go in there and fabricate something about rapeseed oil, other than the name itself? What are we talking about here? No, it says, the name for rapeseed oil comes from rapeseed, comes from the Latin word Rapum, meaning turnip. Turnip, rutabaga, cabbage, hang on, Brussels hang on, sprouts, hang on, hang on. and mustard stop, are related to rapeseed. Stop. What's the Latin word again? <laughs> Rapum. R-A-P-U-M. Rapum? <laughs> okay, this is not funny. Checking. This is not funny at all. <laughs> Bullshit. This is funny. There's something called rapum. I mean, come on. That's the Latin root. Oh. Latin ruta. It's, pro- it's probably rapum or something. And it's just uh, be being mispronounced. Todd, let's get to what everyone wants to know about. Fugazi song? Do you know that Fugazi song, Latin Roots? I do. Yes, I do. But let's talk about what everyone, what's on everyone's mind, Todd. Hit me. How's your soccer league going? Baby, one more did time. Did you play this week? I did. Small-sided yeah. game. It was awesome. We normally small play... Small-sided meaning not full nine-on-nine nine or 11 Well, on we normally play like one game and there's the guy that heads it is like, you fuckers get here on time. That way we can play two games because we have too many people. Because people, sure. we start it, we play 9 to 10.30 and uh, I guess wow. people roll in around 9.15 or something. That's later than um, I would have thought, but go ahead. Yeah, me too, but whatever. Um he uh, he's like, if you get here in time, we can play two games. So most people bitch and complain about two games, but because we play when we play two games, it's like six aside or seven aside. When we play one game, it's like sometimes twelve or fourteen aside, which is more than a full Ooh. field of players. And it's I busy. don't like it because you busy. You don't, you get to do more stuff in the small sided games. It is more running, but. I mean, if I'm not complaining about that, then it can't be that bad. 
Also, it says you a can lot. just slack off and play defense. It's not not that big a deal. That's what I do most True. of the time anyway. Um, but it the positions are more clear. It's just more fun. Anyway, it was fun. It was a crisp, probably 70 degrees. Ooh. Perfect weather for playing the football. Was that by the end or at the start? It was already 70. Uh, it was probably like low 70s at the start. I mean, I, I was sweating my ass off, but it wasn't like humid or anything. Really. Well, it didn't feel that way. Oh, okay. I was going to say that's the humidity, but if you're saying there was low to no. I mean, not no. No for, for Merland, but not. For Merland, right. So like 65%. Colorado. Let's see what the right. humidity is currently. Wait. Hold Here we please. go. Hang on. Eight minutes and 49 do, seconds do, in. Do, Weather do, chat do, hath begun. Do, 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 do. Beep, 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 beep. Always oh. riveting. Riveting content. Humidity. What what do you what do you suspect? I guess it was raining or is raining. Oh. Well if it is raining and it's ten thirty night ninety five percent, I don't know. Eighty five percent. Eighty five. But the dew point is sixty nine. Nice. Mm. Um I, so I've come to learn that the dew point is way more mm. important than the humidity level because if the dew point is like closer to 70, if the humidity is like 50, it still fucking feels thick. Talk more about that. <laughs> so the dew point, I looked this up, I forgot what it means. The okay. dew point is... What about the do not point? It's the temperature the air needs to be cooled to in order to re- achieve a relative humidity of 100% this point the air cannot hold more water and gas form so if it's closer to the real temperature that means it's super disgusting and thick no i get that it basically says like uh, average humidity i think is around a 50 percent dew point if you're above like 60 then it's super humid i think so do you want to know what's happening in aurora right now in terms of these numbers would you care to guess what either the I'm humidity guessing. or the dew point so, is. Okay, dew point is a measure, an absolute measure of how much moisture is in the air. So if the temperature is 55 degrees and the relative humidity is 50, the dew point is 37. I don't know what that means. Uh, if it's 95 degrees and the rel- relative hard. humidity is 50%, the dew point is 74. Again, I don't know what that means. I just know that if the dew point is higher than I think 60 it feels fucking humid as shit okay oh let's let's look at the foxweather.com I'm sure I I'm assuming this is a local thing your fox weather app says relative humidity is only 60% but sweat is pouring down your face because the air feels so muggy despite a measly 60% not sounding at all that humid now you can't even fathom what relative humidity of 100% must feel like. By the next morning, the relative humidity does reach 100%, yet you need a jacket for your walk to work or school. What's going on here? Ba-ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Who cares? The dew point is the temperature to which... Yeah, we heard that. It doesn't make any sense, though. It does make sense. To me, it makes sense. So if the dew point is above 77, it's extreme. Okay. 71 to 76 is miserable. 66 to 70 is uncomfortable. 61 to 65 is noticeable. And below 60 is comfortable. Hang on. That's the worst scale I've ever heard. You go from, what was it? 
unbearable, miserable. So it goes comfortable, noticeable, uncomfortable, miserable, and extreme. Right. Extreme so is so working backwards. If but you're you above get to comfortable and then that's it's it. bad. If you're below 60, it's fine. And the dew point currently here is 69%, which falls in the uncomfortable range. Uncomfortable. It's currently 51 here in Aurora. Oh, you're comfortable then. Suck it. Yes, I mean, I this seems like a relative scale. It's also like indoors. My comfortable is yeah, I was about to say. slightly different than yours. And, and also, again, you can't just have... So at 62, or no, what was the uncomfortable? 65 or whatever? And then suddenly it's 60... 66 to 70. So Okay. So you go from 66 to 64, you go from uncomfortable to comfortable? Like that's literally no, the no, opposite. No. You go from 61 to 65. So if you go from 64 to 66, you go from noticeable to uncomfortable. Oh. Once you pass that 65, you're not you're no longer noticing it. You're like, oof, feeling a little sticky. Then you get miserable and then you get extreme. I don't know what extreme I mean, I know what extreme means, but I don't know what it means in this Here's context. the Here's what I guess the Todd scale is. And I I Above, don't think this scale is <laughs> scientifically labeled. Hang on, hang on. This I'm is gonna, from I'm the gonna, Fox Weather from it doesn't I wonder where this is. Doesn't matter. I'm going to keep this local for the people. Here's the Todd dew point scale. 58 and above, miserable. <laughs> 57 and below, fine. Right? Does that seem fair? Because I feel like you could feel it much faster. Yeah, yeah. Anything, anything above 60 is miserable to me. Yeah. Uh, this course. is, I guess this is like, I don't, I don't know what the, it just says Fox weather. I guess Fox has a weather channel. I'm not aware of this. Okay. Foxweather.com. I, I can't recommend it because it has Fox in front of it, but whatever. Not a Simpsons fan. Um, uh, I'm not a Fox fan. Foxy. Except okay. I do like their football broadcast, I gotta say. Let's say. Their news product is absolute lies and propaganda, you're, but. You're shooting down a bunch of things by saying I'm anti Fox. They have great programming. I mean, not great programming. They used to back in the day have good television programming. Just on regular Fox. Does anyone now have these? Yeah, but that's all made by somebody else now i feel like anyway whatever let's move on okay we did Todd? our weather our requisite weather chat oh also the humidity right now here in aurora is 38 percent. it'll probably get but to like 45 humidity fucking no i don't have that on my thing i, I got humidity don't i don't really understand what that dew point definition means though read it again are you still in the thing no uh, i'm not fine. but don't uh, relative Relative humidity is temperature dependent, while dew point is not. Dew point is simply a measure of how much moisture is in the air at a given time. Oh, that's more useful. The other thing says the temperature the air needs to be cooled to in order to achieve a relative humidity of 100%. I don't know what the fuck that means. So that's what I was speculating is that on that second definition, let's say it's 60 degrees out and the dew point is 50. If the temperature were to drop down to 50, it would be 100% humidity. That's what it's saying by definition. I don't know what yeah, the fuck what that, that means or why that, that would mean? happen. <laughs> I understand I don't what it's saying. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. That if it were to get that low, it seems be, like it would be worse, not better. I, I would agree with that. Extreme. Uncomfortable, miserable. I don't know. It doesn't matter. All you need to know is what the temperature is. And oh, also, if you really want to know what it feels like, walk outside. National Weather Service has a different scale. Less or equal to 55, dry and comfortable. 
between Love 55 it. and 65, becoming sticky with muggy evenings. And greater than or equal to 65, lots of moisture in the air, becoming oppressive. Wow, that these from, adjectives. That is from weather.gov. Extreme. So we got dry and comfortable, <laughs> becoming sticky, in quotes, and lots of moisture becoming oppressive. It's just a little impressive in this room, actually. Hold on a second. Just to follow your logic, I'm surprised the Fox thing didn't have the oppressive. Oh, boy. Todd's turning around. Oh, cracking a door. Now, wait a second. Let's discuss the... Let's discuss the air circulation in your house. Are you saying it's oppressively hot in your office? Why would that be? Uh, the well, I have a vent, two of the walls. It's are... like at the end of the uh, the run, so it gets uh, mm, very it's little the air output. through there. Yeah. So it's just oppressive because of your gas bagging filling up the room. So in the wintertime, it's actually way warmer <laughs> if I close the door. Yeah. Um, but in the summertime, it's actually cooler if I leave it ajar. There is a, our guest bathroom on this main floor here. Like, it's the first run of AC or heat. So in the winter, if I'm feeling cold, just go in the bathroom. <laughs> just hang out in the bathroom. And in the Take summer, if I'm feeling hot, same thing. Like, if you're getting a little balmy in here, just go in the bathroom when you hear the air turn on. If, you'll if fucking the dew freeze. point is high in your house, you just the, the dew bathroom. point. The dew point in the bathroom is different from the rest of the <laughs> The dew-dew point. <laughs> the doo-doo point. Oh, boy. The doo-doo point. We have an episode title. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Well, that's good that your soccer league's going well. Did they miss you when you took two weeks off? Or they don't even know your nah, first name? They, they don't care. Yeah. They don't um, care. I thought, I, you know, I told you that I had a topic that I forgot. I remembered at least in one Spain, of them. In yeah. Yes, that's good. Oh, you had multiple. Fee. Wow. I, so I, well, I... I think it doesn't, it doesn't feel like I recalled the proper one, but this is definitely one that I, that I also had cataloged in my brain somewhere. Okay, fair enough. I think this is also a TikTok reference, or I saw it somewhere. Ah, Jesus. So it was a video of a guy saying he talked to his girlfriend, and he does something that she's like, I've never heard of anybody doing that, but I know for a fact that you used to do this and may still currently do it. And he said, I squeegee myself before I get out of the shower. And what he meant by this was when he's when he turns off the water, he takes his hand and runs it along his body to get all the the excess droplets off of his body before he sure. dries himself. And I was wondering if you still squeegee. The term is a little weird to me, but do you do you still do that? Interesting that you say still because I don't think I've ever done that in my life. I thought you did that. I thought that was something you did in high school when you at one point you were like taking cold showers as like a I did do cold physical. showers for a brief spell very uncomfortable although I will say it, it gives you back a lot of time in your day because your showers are like 80 seconds <laughs> you're like I gotta get the fuck out of here you never did I swear to god you did this because I feel like I did it for a, a week or two I don't hate the idea but I, I I love to say I did or I do but I don't the only thing that I used to do and I certainly don't do it now after the haircut is I used to like shake like a dog, <laughs> like to dry my, cause my curly hair just sucks up a bunch of water. So I'd shake all my hair and it would, I'd end up just shaking my whole body down and then I'd open the curtain and grab the towel. But I've never done the squeeze. I, I like the name squeegee. It's, you never it's about as accurate. You've never uh, taken your hand. No. I'm going to do it tomorrow. It's, when I take it's, a shower. It's not a bad technique. It, it, 
it makes your towel less t- less damp because there's of course. Less water on your body. Of course it does. That makes perfect sense. Huh. Now, I will say that speaking of shower technique, uh, someone who – and trying to keep a towel dry, I don't know what he did, but our family friend, Uncle Mike – uh, in Tahoe, this was years ago when we all stayed in the same place. He used the okay. hand towel. You said he dried off with the. Oh, I thought it was a washcloth. Yeah, hand towel makes. No, sense. the hand towel as his towel. I bet he squeegees. He he must do something again. I didn't ask. <laughs> I just would go in after him, and I'm like, why is there no wet towel? Oh, he just uses the hand towel, and he does something that I also do, which is he does all of it. He does all the drying in the shower. Oh, so when I, he steps I was going to ask you out, that. I do that too. It drives me crazy that my children hop out of the shower and just dump a shitload of water all over the floor. I'm like, I mean, dry off in the tub slash shower. I get, you don't need to get out. I get that there's a bath mat and the purpose is to catch the water so it's not dangerous in the bathroom. But just if you, if you, you know, it's also there to catch the little bit of water that's still on your feet when you step out. But you can get 95% of it off if you just dry off in the shower. Just make sure that the towel is close enough. You know, I guess yeah, there's some situations like you find. in a palatial when, home where the, the towel's 20 yeah. feet away from the bathroom. Your 800 square shower. foot master bath where you have to jump out and run across the room just to get the towel to dry off. Or the robe. The robe. I can't you ever been a robe guy? Squeegeed. I've never yeah. squeegeed. You've never been a robe guy? No. Well, in high school, our mother bought me... Plaid robe. I can picture it now. Well, maybe oh. that wasn't what I was going to say, but I, this shower like skirt is the only way I can describe it. It was like a terry cloth thing that had snaps or Velcro, some kind of tie that like she was very confused as your to body. Your, your preferences in high school. I don't remember that I at think, all. I think it had a pocket. Well, it was only in my bathroom when I lived downstairs, mm. but uh, I would dry off and then put that thing on. And that was the closest I ever came to wearing a robe. So. Like, would you wear that to do your makeup and stuff and then put underwear no, I, on? Like, what's... I think I just would, like, get out of the shower or dry off in the shower, put that on, and that... Because I wouldn't... Like, now I just take my clothes into the bathroom, or at least, like, yeah. underwear and a shirt. Underwear and, and a shirt, I just, yeah. I think I wore that from the bathroom to my bedroom to be, to get dressed. Also, if you're a never-nude sort of person, you can just pull your underwear up underneath it <laughs> Literally never expose yourself except for when you're in the shower. All right, David Cross. Um, that's But yes, I've never that, worn... That's bizarre. I, I know you like to fancy yourself a robe person when you travel to hotels, but... Oh, I do. I've never... I do I love the robes wore, in hotels. Because I, I feel like you, you're... If you're wearing a robe, I feel like your your crotch still feels wet for some reason or something. Your crotch is still wet because it can't dry <laughs> it off. Help. How well you've dried off, I guess. Well, and how open you keep the robe once you put it on. But no, the thing for me is it's, I feel like a lot of people, and I think this is the way those hotel robes are meant to be used. Like you use it instead of a towel. Like you finish your shower and then you step out and put the robe on. Because it's the it's thicker and it's heavier, but it's the same material. Terry cloth, yeah. Um, And I just never got that. It's like I I need to get in crevices I need to dry some shit out here and just throwing a robe on is not solving that problem at all. It's not drying anything off. I wouldn't look up robe pictures if that's what you're doing right now. 
No, I was I was wondering uh, where the name Terry Cloth came from. Hmm. Relevant. Did you know? Speak, speaking of that, by the way, and there's I don't know what podcast I heard this on. I think I heard it on Smartless. But did you know that the term Dopkit actually comes from a person? I did not know that. It's a German guy, last name Doppler. So it's actually two P's. I didn't know that either. D-O-P-P. A little fun fact me, for you guys today. Either. Thanks to the uh, uh, no Smartless crew for that. There's no real... Oh, the original the origin of the word is unclear. It may derive from the French tire drawn, which is originally used for uncut velvet called terry pile or terry velvet. Hmm. Hmm. But no... So let me ask you this, since you were just recently overseas, I assume staying yeah. in hotels, did they have robes in Airbnbs. your hotels? We stayed in oh, Airbnbs. Oh, they probably didn't have your, they probably didn't have robes. No. That's a They barely had towels in some of them. It's very European. It's not true. People just shower and to- walk around naked. They had towels, but. Oh, okay. I will say, so we stayed in three different Airbnbs. I'd say the first one, the bathroom situation was the worst in that. They all had small hot water heater tanks. Sure. The first one you could take a shower and a half before the uh, hot water seemed to run out. And they had the the most confounding um, <laughs> mixer on the shower of any place I've ever been. So it mm. shouldn't have been hard. It had two dials. It was on a single single panel, and you turn the left side was cold and the right side was hot. But um, okay. basically... If you turned on the hot side first, nothing would come out. You had to turn on the cold side. And in one of the showers, it would be hot water <laughs> when you turned on the cold side. And I, I know <laughs> I don't have them reversed because if you turned on the hot water, it would get hotter. But you couldn't couldn't really get cold water to come out of that. Um, the other one was similar, except when you turned on the cold water, it was a little colder. Mm. It was very weird. Um, the other two were there instructions were... on the wall, like in a laminated yeah. sheet or anything? No. <laughs> Did you wish there were? Hey, uh, idiots. Well, my daughter was like, "Papa, I need you to turn on the water for me," because <laughs> she like scolded herself the first time. Sure. I was like, I was like, "Just turn on the cold," and she's like, "It's too hot," and it really, it really was a little warm. I was she like, was right. <laughs> let it run for a second; it'll cool off. I was like, "Don't." I was like, "Just turn on this side," but. It like once I feel like they also like one ro- rotated clockwise and the other counterclockwise. So it was one of those mm. things like adjustments really, were tough. It didn't really make sense. So you'd turn it on all the way and you're like, fuck, did I turn this one on or not? Like you couldn't right. remember because they they turned opposite each other. I hate and that. like I said, the, the responsiveness was not great. So, yeah, very frustrating. I can imagine that is frustrating. Um. So you said that you said there was a towel situation, like there were insufficient towels. Yeah, I feel like the first one. Well, there we had. I guess we had enough towels, but there were like no washcloths. They had hand towels and like bath mm. towels, mm-hmm. which um, <laughs> my daughter was like, "I need a small towel." To she gets very. <clears throat> my younger daughter gets very. Uh, sensitive about soap in her eyes especially when she's washing her hair she wants a towel to wipe her eyes off i'm like just f- stick your Use head your under the water 
Or that. And she's like, no, I need a towel. I'm like, you don't. I don't you really don't. She's nearly nine years old. I don't understand how she hasn't mastered this skill yet, but <laughs> she always wants a towel to wipe her eyes off. I was like, just just go close your eyes, stand under the water. I promise you there won't be any soap in your eyes. I need a towel. It's a skill, you know. It's a skill you must acquire. It's, not, it's through, really not a skill. Life. That's the thing. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, that's interesting. Any other um, idiosyncrasies, if you will, from the Airbnbs in the Spania? The people that I'm trying to think. They all had like the uh, uh, mini splits. We've talked about these. They're the the wall air conditioners oh. you see in newer cafes and restaurants yes. and homes. Sure. Um, which were pretty effective, some more so than others. The second place we stayed in Barcelona had... Uh, Barcelona. They had one in, like, the living room. I think that was the only one in the whole place. And so, like, the bedroom mm. we stayed in, there was a fan that we Very plugged hot. in. Um, but <laughs> the room my daughter's was in, there there was like no air movement in there. I'd walk in in the morning and be like, dear God, my older daughter likes to sleep in a sauna temperatured room. So she was fine with it. But my younger daughter was like, not a fan lying there on top of the covers, just sprawled out. You know what? Not to interrupt this story, but it's very relevant. I don't know why I thought of this the other day or why it came up in conversation, but you saying that story reminded me of when we went to Hawaii in 2006 and we came back and dad and I spent that one night at your house because we were flying home the next morning and the cats had gone into your guest bedroom in Portland and pissed on on everything (laughs) not just the bed namely the pillows and I when I walked in that room just to sleep for the night dad and I slept in the same bed in there and I was like, it really stinks here. But I was like, but I guess that's what cat owners' homes smell like. These fucking oh savages God. with this shit smell, piss smelling house. And then I woke up and I was all puffy, of course, because I'm allergic to cats. I slept so uncomfortably. That memory came back to my mind for some reason in the past couple of days. Oh that was such a bad experience. I Thankfully, I can sleep on planes, so I slept all the way home. Slept in the bed. God. Oh. Good times. I forgot about that. That was that's classic, classic story. <laughs> yeah, that is classic for sure. But, but I I thought about that. How when did you guys remodel that house in Portland? Because that's when it was the original. Yeah, setup. that was probably 2010, 2011. Okay, so it was a few years after that. Okay. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> uh, never again. I remember you, or I think at least in talking about it in the, in the years that followed Ricky, I think Ricky was watching your cats. He's like, I don't know. I shut all the doors. I was like, no, you didn't. You fucking, they're not, they can't turn knobs. <laughs> if you shut the doors, they can't go in the bedroom. Like, uh, In fairness to Ricky, there were two doors into that room because there was the bathroom okay. door. He made you shut them both. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying he shouldn't have. I'm just saying he, he uh, might've thought he closed the, the main entry door. I hope that's his excuse. I thought um, I it. I'm trying to think, were there any other interesting stories? We we ended up like actually cooking a lot in the Airbnbs just because it was so expensive to eat out. Mm. And our kids are picky. So like 
It, sure. It didn't. It didn't. It wasn't a benefit to eat out every night because they wouldn't eat anything or they'd complain about it. So we could just groceries are pretty cheap, so we did that some. So what'd you get? Like pasta, sauce, basic stuff like that. Uh, we had pasta some. We also just like bought bread. I mean, it was a very European way of life. We would buy some bread and like vegetables and some meat and whatever. Like go grocery shopping basically every day. Also, the Fanta in Spain is amazing because it has like it doesn't taste like it has like real fruit juice in it. Mm. It's not as sweet as it is over here. It tastes delicious. Still carbonated, but wait. So you were drinking Fanta. I was drinking Fanta as well. I mean, we were walking around all day, so my blood sugar was like I basically oh. had my pump on active mode or off and barely had to take any insulin because I was walking around for five or six hours a day. Getting 20,000 steps a day. Yeah. Just training for soccer season. Yeah. Um, well, that's helpful. That's eating, good. Eating less than I normally do. I was like, I feel like I lost 10 pounds. I don't know if I did it anyway myself. But. You didn't. I also feel like I gained it all back since I've been home because I've just like been eating pretzels. <laughs> that was going to be my anything. next my next question. Like since you got back, which you've only been back what five six days, are you did you immediately slip back into your same old habits? Like you guys have been out to eat six times already. Yeah, we have actually because uh, <laughs> just have, oh, still haven't oh, gone to the grocery oh, store. I forgot to tell you, my wife ordered a HelloFresh. We had a HelloFresh meal tonight. Now wait a minute. Because you did ping me, you texted me a couple days ago, and even though I say it, I don't know, every goddamn show, you couldn't remember every plate, which is fine. I so remembered I th- it. I said, is it every plate? I believe I did say yeah, that. Yeah, but you were you were unclear on what it was. You, you, the original positive. text was, what is it called? Is it every plate? Maybe in the conversation. I don't know. Yes, it doesn't matter. I, I think those are my... Prior to your response, I, I came up sure. with it. Sure. So, let's talk about this. This is... This is big. This is game changing. First of I all, I did not know my wife was doing it. She mentioned it. She's like, "We should try one of those." I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Uh, and then a pack a package was on our doorstep today. I was like, "Oh, I guess she did that." So, but she why? ordered the two person meal, which I think is actually enough for the four of us because, like, so the, oh, okay. the thing we had I today you were like, was Fuck the kids. No, they don't eat that much. That's the thing. The thing yeah. we had today was like um, steak had pitas it. or something. Actually, I have had it. I was joking. I was saying it before you um, said your answer. So my wife made yeah. a like a tofu thing that my older daughter and I ate, and then she and my younger daughter ate the steak. Oh, well, that works out. Yeah. The the two person thing. The only problem was <laughs> there was only two pitas, so sure. they ended up eating theirs with bread. But it had a salad. It's pretty. It took like, I mean, I made half of it. It took me about five or six minutes, and then she cooked the steak. I was gonna cook it, but I had a meeting. Also, t- she said it took about five or six minutes, so it didn't take very long to make. Hmm. Interesting. So, so why? I have so many questions now. So why? Why did she, why did she go with Hello Fresh? I I don't know because that's I the one no she idea. knew. Sure. That that one probably has the best marketing. I will say, um, like on TV and podcasts and stuff. I don't hear every plate all that much. I never see commercials or but I see Hello Fresh commercials. Yeah, yeah, I hear I've Hello Fresh seen on ads podcasts. for Hello Fresh. I'd never heard of every plate other than you mentioning it. Yeah. And she's like, you know, we could make this ourselves. I was like, definitely. I was like, honestly, like, I feel like all the meals are like something you sort of make, but they like have a few more ingredients. Like it had 
It had salad dressing, which we definitely. It has more have. flavor, stuff. but it had like uh, basically like a smoky mayonnaise or something. They didn't call it that, but that's what it was. <laughs> Sounds disgusting, but yeah, no, I know um, what you mean. Or like an aioli or something. Yeah, which is also mayonnaise, but I think they called it cream sauce or something. Um, and then it had like uh, some sort of paprika or something to put on the steak. Mm-hmm. Like it had a couple seasonings. Again, not complicated, just like stuff that we wouldn't normally do. And they had yeah, but... a recipe for like a quick pickle of the red onion, which my sure. wife does actually do sometimes. But I was like, how are the onions? She's like, oh, they're so good. I was like, I made those. <laughs> I basically put them in un- or lemon juice and salt and microwave them. Yeah. The pickling, yeah. We actually had a pickled item on our meal tonight. But so what's the plan then? Like, are you guys just fucking around trying it out? Do you have the... I think we're just trying it out. I don't know. Okay. No plan. It came today. How many meals? Three, I believe. Okay. So we have that, some sort of vegan shish kebab, and then a Korean bibimbap or something, which I think has beef in it. Oh, yeah. Pork. Actually, I think it's pork. It's pork. It's good. But uh, you can I cook mean, those separately, and so she can, again, make tofu yeah. for me and smack it all together for the carnivores, and then... Right. That's interesting. And exciting. I mean, it's not exciting. For Honestly, I think I think the benefit for us will be it'll just uh, bring in stuff that we <clears throat> can make, but just don't, because we're too lazy to purchase the ingredients. And the other thing I would say about these things is like, like the thing tonight, like we actually have pita fairly regularly. Like we'll get frozen falafel or something and then like mm. get chicken thighs or something and cook that. Mm-hmm. But, um, some of the like seasonings and stuff, you don't want to buy like a massive quantity. Cause maybe you eat it once a say. month or whatever, three times a year or something. So, like, so having exactly them provide you with a minimal amount is like helpful. So that, that's the obvious, that, to me, that's the advantage. That That's the premium you're paying for, is the convenience of just having what you need. So when those three meals are done, you have nothing left. There's nothing, there's no leftovers in your fridge. There's not a larger container of spices or whatever in your cabinet, that sort of a thing. I will say that when we, as you know, we started with HelloFresh right before Isla was born. And um, we did it for like four months. And then we took a couple months off. Because the plan was always, let's do this meal kit thing. We'll keep the recipe cards. Learn how to cook. <clears throat> well, I mean, that too. We'll keep the recipe cards. And then we have this, and we still we do still have it. Now we have this giant recipe book that going into every week, like you guys until this week used to do, we can figure out, we can meal plan, three or four meals, go to the grocery store, get what we need, et cetera, et cetera. So we did that for like a month. And the first couple of weeks, you were buying a lot of like, okay, so this says, you know, two ounces of this thing, but it's sold in a hundred ounce Yeah, thing. that was the other thing. Okay. We got like what I would call like half a head of romaine lettuce. Sure. Like Perfect example. Si- like, but when we get it at Costco, we get like four yeah. heads in a big ass bag. And I'm like, well, why and- are we, f- we're just going to throw these away yeah, in like a week that's and extreme, a half. But- why are we yeah. buying this? <laughs> That's the extreme case, but the, we buy a we, lot of the, salad that we throw away. To be honest, with sure. You. <laughs> There's a one of the recipes we had. We just had a week or two ago. Is for every from every plate is lettuce wraps, and it's like yeah, if we, we were going to make those on our own. 
again, we'd have to buy a whole head of lettuce and we'd use a third of it. And then we'd definitely never use the rest of it. And three months later, it would be juicy in the bottom of our crisper in the fridge. We'd have to throw it away. I will say you can get like that butter lettuce and that'll basically be one serving of lettuce wraps. Sure. If you get it in that like plastic clamshell thing. Yeah, I know. And it works great for those because we do that sometimes just like, again, my wife will make tofu and some kind of meat. And then we just have like uh, julienne carrots and like cucumbers and a little goji gong sauce. Julienne. Maybe maybe some rice. You're good to go. Yeah. Not very fancy, but pretty fucking tasty. Pretty, pretty fucking tasty. Um, But yeah, so... Then after about a month of doing that, it's like, why don't we get back onto this meal plan thing? And then we went to every plate, and we've been there for over a year now, 15 months. I don't know. Oh, look at you. Fancy. I mean, long term, the plan is to eventually go back to cooking for ourselves. But <laughs> That's the plan. Do you actually think that will happen? Uh, eventually it will, yeah. But, but, but the premium is worth it because, again, during that one month when I was shopping, and yes, I tracked it. Um, because I was buying those larger servings of a lot of the ingredients, it was kind of a wash. Like the money that I spent on every plate, or I'm sorry, on a little fresh back in the day was about what I would have spent on regular groceries. Just, and it's just, it's so easy. You just pick it, pick the meals on the phone and we get it delivered on Mondays so that we have that the next four days done, done for, and then we kind of fend for ourselves on the weekend. But, um, well, that's exciting. Thursday is an interesting day, but, you know, you guys do you. Do whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, can't wait to hear the updates on that. Oh, yeah. That'll be exciting. It's good stuff. And actually, speaking of those meal prep stuff, the meal prep stuff, just this week we started trying to eat dinner together. Historically, because Isla eats at like 6.15, we would just eat after she's gone to bed. Oh, you mean the whole fam? <clears throat> the whole fam family meal at like 6 30 6 45 whatever and so she tonight she did it as well but the past couple of nights she's just had a tiny portion of of what we eat which that is you know could theoretically be a long-term plan hell if you guys are yeah. doing it with That's two kids goal. on the the two-person thing oh yeah definitely then i don't know how much I think she for, eats, for several more years to, she to eats a... she eats virtually nothing Tyler. um so for several more years, we should be good to go on that front. I shouldn't say she eats virtually nothing. There's at least one meal a day that she eats a lot. The other two, she kind of, eh, has no, a couple that's bites. That's what my older daughter does. She eats one meal a day. Which I constantly remind my wife. I'm like, my, my niece does the same thing. I mean, she's not, Last she's I not a great reference because she's rather petite. but That's okay. She's not unhealthy. No. She's fine. I don't think so. So. It's just that's how some people eat. And plus, Isla's a bratty child, so what are you going to do? Anyway. Um, <clears throat> what do you mean? You know, she's takes a little bite to the... Ah, ah. Yeah. Just whining, crying. Every fucking day. But I digress. Got to be. On a 100%. complete uh, left Love turn, it. I saw... On the Curb Your Enthusiasm Instagram feed, on their story, they said, um, list your favorite Curb moment and you can win a Curb Your Enthusiasm Monopoly board. So I sent them one. It wasn't my Whoa. favorite, but it's 
that's the first one that came to top of my head. They said the first five people to DM your favorite curb moment, and you can win a pretty, pretty, pretty good game. Um, I doubt I was in the first five because no I chance. It was like forty-five minutes <laughs> had elapsed. Yeah. I was like, unless nobody looked at this, you have to be in the first minute. How how many how many thousands of DMs do you think they got from that? Like it's a uh, curb enthusiasm, so people are excited and give a, f- a giveaway of a free thing, like. I don't even give a shit about that game, but I was like, I'll I'll enter. If I yeah. win, I can give it to Scott for Christmas or something. Nice. Save me some money. Love it. Pretty good idea. What did so you what what what, uh, what did you oh, what scene? Did it's you not see? my favorite moment, but I just said uh, when Larry falls off the building and grabs his assistant's uh, belly fat to save him because she's wearing half shirt. <laughs> I do like that moment, but it's not my favorite. Going a little old school. That's good, though. That's not uh, that old. It's only like three or four seasons ago. Well, fair enough. Have you rewatched any of the recent seasons recently? Recent, recent. No, I haven't rewatched rewatched any of the seasons recently. Recent or not recent? Why? Do they hold up? Do they not hold? I up? I don't know. I I haven't either. I, oh, you haven't either. I was just thinking about. It might have been the last season. Was that the one where they had like the? The Russian guy who worked with Trump came, or like reported on Trump, Zelensky. That wasn't his name. I don't remember. <laughs> Zelensky's the Ukrainian president. Um, the Russian guy who I don't remember. I don't even remember that storyline. Last season was, or the most recent. Well, same same difference. Was the uh, this is such a useless conversation? Here's. 97 plot lines from last season. Um, Alexander Vindman, Trump whistleblower, stars in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, 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 gotcha. Yeah, I think that was last season. Oh, so he uh, he heard Trump ask Zelensky to launch a probe into Joe Biden. Yeah, he was the whistleblower. Okay. Yeah, yeah last season was good. Because that's relatively recent news. news story I think I would say I'm just trying to think of the moment that I would submit I it's it's not even that funny you need to get in that ass Larry I was about to say you could you could do anything with JB Smooth <laughs> Lampin I don't know like yeah or, or yeah fucking <laughs> fucking crazy perfect just write Lampin <laughs> yeah the whole crazy I killer episode you could do when he's when yeah, I feel like when Larry's giving him advice on lyrics, I mean, I wanted to do something a little like fuck that bitch. I'm sure, a million people did Crazy Eye Killer. <laughs> yeah, probably. You wanted to stand out, although if it's truly just the first five, it doesn't matter what you say. Yeah, just I know. Write something. I had no like again, just write something quick. In the lamping. first five hundred. So, but no, what I was gonna say is one of just one of the more brilliant things that again wasn't even funny, but I just love it because I've thought it so many times from this past season was when he goes to vote and it's a long line. He's like, are you voting for the other guy? I'm voting for, let's just leave. We can't sit. <laughs> it's such a brilliant concept. Like if you find someone, you know, you're going to cancel the vote. Sell. Just save each other time. That's Why terrible, waste the next three terrible. hours? It's terrible from a democracy thing, but from yeah. a practical standpoint, it's fucking genius. And it's such a Larry thing to do. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, I probably would have just said Lampin. <laughs> the thing I think about um, often, the most often, probably from Curb Your Enthusiasm, is uh, 
when I'm going to the bathroom and the only stall available is the handicap one and, and I go in anyway, it's like, what do you do if I have to go to the bathroom? You wait, you yeah. wait. I think about that all the time for some reason. Cause I'm like, nobody fucking waits. But do you ever, have you ever tried to overtake a person who's handicapped in a hallway? No, knowing that you're both going never to raced the, anyone, beaten anyone like, in scooted a wheelchair. Past them. Yeah. I know what you're doing and I'm going to beat you to it. Oh man. Oh, Classic. I have another interesting story from our vacation, I guess. Love it. So we were, we were gone for two weeks. Um, and we drove the new car to the airport cause we flew out of DC. We came back. Hmm. My car was completely dead. So I, I have a Prius. Um, it was not driven for two weeks, maybe a little longer. Um, and I jumped it. It worked for a little while. Drove it around for 20 minutes, came back. You can jump a Prius. Uh, and then it was dead again, so I had to jump it a second time. But apparently, <clears throat> there's a thing called ready mode, which I didn't realize. But when you turn the car on, like generally it doesn't it doesn't idle unless the engine needs to run to charge the battery. Mm-hmm. But they're like, I looked and people are like, if your car's been sitting still for like two weeks, you can recharge the battery by putting it in ready mode, which basically just means turning the car on. Uh, and let it sit for eight hours. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. So I I did that for like five or six hours, and it's thus far has worked fine. How does that charge? I don't understand how that charges the battery. I have no idea how it charges the battery. It doesn't make any sense to me. It would, because I, yeah, like, I would think it would have the opposite drain effect. the battery? Yeah, exactly. I guess because the car can sort of like rev the engine if it needs to charge, but I don't know how that, It it's not like it was running most of the time. Right. Because people people are like, I put it in ready mode when I go camping and I can leave the air conditioner on because the air conditioner will run. I, I turned it off because I didn't want to drain the battery. That seems like a battery drain to me. Uh, but somebody, I, I saw on Reddit, again, somebody was saying they, they wanted to put it in ready mode just so they could have the air conditioner on while they slept in their car while they're camping. I was like, first of all, this is a weird fucking story. Why yeah. would you do that? <laughs> what kind of message board are you on here, Todd? Um, but Urban camping. Thus far, I, I haven't gone more than a few miles. Sixteen for hours without uh, oh turning it on or driving it somewhere. So I'm Since curious you've been if back. I leave it for a day or two if it starts again. So you drive somewhere every day. I have been. Gotcha. Normally, I would say probably not, but okay. That's interesting. You've, I I would have thought you would have encountered this problem before, like beginning of the pandemic. Let's say, maybe you went four or five days and didn't go anywhere. I would think that might be a situation. Where the car I done. guess I turned on the car at some point. I, like so, I mean, it's it's a push button ignition. Mm-hmm. Like I went in, pressed the button, nothing. No, like it has like a little. Uh, there's a little LED in the button that like yeah. Turns green light up or sometimes red yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's not working probably nothing there <laughs> like nothing I couldn't I couldn't so there's the there's a battery in the front with the fuses I guess that's where like the main or the battery that does something and then the the 12 volt <laughs> volt battery is in the back under the hatchback yeah. like under the thing but you can't even get to that because I couldn't unlock the door. There's no keyhole on the back. And like my car was so dead, I couldn't fucking unlock the back. I could have pulled the seats down and crawled in there, but I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, you jump it from the front and it worked pretty, uh, uh, ironically the, uh, the, the battery slash fuse area, you put the positive there and then the negative on the engine block. And, mm-hmm. uh, one of my daughters, my daughter wanted to go to her friend's house and I was like, I, my wife had gone somewhere. I was like, I, my <laughs> Sorry. car's dead. I can't drive you. So yeah. her friend came over to pick her up and he had like one of those, uh, like jumper things from a battery. Mm. Um, he's like, oh, this thing works great. <laughs> but, um, it wouldn't, the, the two clamps had a distance between them of like 18 inches and I needed like 36. <laughs> so he couldn't even charge it. There was probably another piece of raw metal, but like that wasn't the, I wanted to do the one they recommended cause I'd never jumped. Yeah. You don't want to take a chance. Since it's a hybrid that has a, a big battery, like so, you don't want to fuck it up. Looked at the cost to replace a Prius battery; it ranges anywhere from like two grand to like five grand. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Because it's ex- obviously there's a lot of electronic equipment for the of hybrid course. part of it, and I think it takes a lot of labor. They said it yeah. can. So, so thankfully, have not had to do that. But wait, you've never jumped a car before. Is that what you no, said? it's not. It's not that I've never jumped that car before. Okay. I don't. Okay. Actually, I don't know if I've jumped another car. I don't remember. It's not something you've I've ever jumped often. your own car. I, I mean, I've jumped that car two or three. Well, times now. now. <laughs> well, I just thought you meant you never had experience jumping a car. You ever change a flat tire? I have changed a flat tire. Okay. Good. You ever changed a flat tire on a rental? In uh, 18 inches of snow in Tahoe? No. Okay. That, do you have to do that this year? Lucky, yeah. Dead flat. Rim on the ground. Right before the Duke Carolina game started. I was none too mm. pleased. Um, <clears throat> Who won that game, well, you know? Duke won that game. Carolina's kind of shit now, though, right? Like their basketball team's not very good anymore. I mean, this past year they were preseason number one, and then they didn't make the tournament. So I think that that's probably that was a very disappointing season for them. I don't know if suddenly they're a shit team. I mean, but I mean, those I feel like blue blood teams kind of bounce Dean back. Smith quickly. era, they were always like hot shit. Sure. Have they have they been to that that peak since? Yeah, they were in the Final Four two years ago. I mean, they were in the championship game two years ago. They lost to Kansas. But, sorry, consistently have they Dick. been good for more than a year or two? Yeah, no, they've they've had plenty <clears throat> of success. They won in 2016. I, I don't I think follow they, college basketball because I don't care. Clearly. Clearly you discovered. don't. Wait, no, Grady no. Dick played for UNC? Played for Kansas. Oh. That's why he wore that fucking Cinderella jacket or whatever. Not Cinderella, because the the, uh, Wizard of Oz. Dorothy. No place like home. No place like home. Oh, that's what that was for? Yes. Weirdo. They asked him about it. But he played in the tournament two years ago? Did he he play two years in college then? I think so, yeah. He was a sophomore when he came out. Hmm. Came out of college. Wild. (laughs) Wild. Based on what we're saying about his outfit, I wanted to clarify. He did not come out um, that we know of. More power to him if he does. Um, Todd, you brought it up, so I blame you. What's the latest on Lay Dame? 
Um, nothing. I mean, free agency is basically over, what right? I know. So he's he's locked in. He's making sixty million. I mean, I, I think they're gonna <clears throat> he's gonna play for them until the trade deadline or until somebody until they come up with a better offer. I so you think it could be a mid season situation? I unless something changes. February. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Could be. I mean, it could be January or December. Who knows? Maybe some other team comes up with a better offer. I sure. I heard. I feel like I think it was a Bill Simmons thing. He's Probably. like, I really think they should trade uh, Towns for Dame straight up. I'm like, why the fuck would the Blazers do that? First of all, I know people think that Carl Anthony Towns is a decent player, and he is, but he's, he's got decent. like the worst fucking attitude. And why would we want him? He has shown no like superstardom. Yeah, you're Not trading a top that. ten player no, for a like, top winning 25. attitude. He just seems like kind of a shithead. He's cashing checks. Have you? I guess he's been on a bunch of podcasts saying how like what they accomplished was greater than what uh, Denver did, the Timberwolves. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Denver won the championship. How much more can you accomplish? Uh, yeah, I don't, he just seems kind of delusional. I was like, why would why would that is why delusional. would Portland want that? I mean, clearly they're in a rebuild mode. I mean, I guess he's yes. a youngish player, but Younger if than he had Dan. a better attitude for sure. I could see that trade working, but he just he just he's been in losing culture for too long. No one no one mm-hmm. wants him. Or the Blazers don't. I mean, watch them trade for him. I seriously doubt that would happen. I don't know. No one knows. By the way, I keep I keep getting these ads on Facebook, not ads, but these promoted posts on Facebook for um, talking about this whole Steph Magic conversation. Have you heard this? Uh-uh. There's like this debate going now, going on now. Who's the greatest point guard of all time? Oh, I did hear something about that because I think like uh, Stephen A. weighed in on it or something. Somebody did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Stephen A. was talking about it, and Michael Jordan actually texted him. Mm. During the yeah, show, so I got a like ESPN alert or something. What did and Michael Jordan the, say? Michael Jordan said it was it was magic. Of He's course. like, and look, <laughs> somebody I, that he I, played against. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, and won his first finals against you know the first of six rings, all that sort of stuff. I get it, but it's it's just an interesting debate to me because I know he is a point guard technically, but I do not think of Steph Curry as a point guard. I know he's got ball handling skills. He's a fucking shooter. He's a dead-eye, probably the greatest shooter in the history of the league. That's not a point guard. Magic, John Stockton, I guys mean, like this, those guys are point guards. They it's, facilitate It's a modern-day point guard, though. Like, there aren't, sure. There are very few, like, True point assist-heavy guards. point guards, like guys that set up. You have to be a combo guard now, basically, to be a point guard, I think. And I agree with that. But if he is a combo guard... Steph, we're saying Steph is a combo guard. He's way more he is, on the I'm other saying, side. Like the the point guard position is. has evolved into it has that. It has. I just think it's a weird conversation. Yeah, it is because again, two different eras. Like Magic probably would have shot more three. Not probably would have shot more threes. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. Maybe not. Whatever. And look, Magic wasn't a great shooter. He wasn't. Steph is, again, arguably the greatest shooter in the history of the league. So why are we comparing them? Like, on that stat alone, and Magic was a true point guard, like you said, in a different era. He was a facilitator, 
sure, he could score with the best of them. He could rebound. And one of the things that Michael Jordan said in his tweet is he, like, he created the triple-double. Like, he was the guy that started that. And for a long time, he had the most triple-doubles. I think he did. And then since then, obviously, a number of people have surpassed him. But it, it's, I, I don't know. Like, first of all, I, it, I always find it interesting they have these sorts of debates in August I know August is like the yeah, most dead month because only no gives only shit. baseball is going on. So it's like we can either talk about preseason football some more again or we can actually bring up these basketball topics when basketball is in its total dormancy, dormant phase. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's But anyway, I've seen these like comparisons. It's like how many first-team All-NBAs do they have? How many rings do they have? How many finals MB- MVPs do they have? And, of course, Magic has the lead in all of those categories. And it's like, that's great. Why are we comparing Steph to him? Steph's going to have the highest percentage free throw, three-point, or you know, be in the top five for all those sorts of categories and have by far some of the best seasons in three-point shooting and have by far the most threes ever made when it's all said and done. And that's Magic had no intention of doing that at all. That's not what he did at all. So it's just silly. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to bring up the stat comparison. Yeah, I would probably not be able to find it. Steph averages like six and a half (laughs) assists, and Magic's like 11. Why the fuck won't this work? I can't get this stupid NBA stats thing to work. I'm pretty sure you can do it on basketball reference, but I also couldn't get it to work there either. You can definitely do it on basketball reference. Because I've done that before. I'm just going to see if I can actually find the post. I'll never be able to. But Two great players. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's I, I would just say, like, they're completely different eras, different... I mean, I, they play the same position, like you said, like uh, technically, but they their game they just have different games. It's like comparing Steve Nash to I don't know who's who's a contemporary to Kobe. Like they play different ways. I know Kobe yeah. was a two guard, but like they're completely different players. Right. They're also teammates for two years. Not relevant, but just point yeah, that out. Kind of. <laughs> I feel like Nash played like half a season over those two years. I feel like he was always hurt. But they were on the same fucking team is what I'm saying. I know, but yeah, I, I wanted to think of a better example. And I was like, who's the score first guy of yeah. Nash's era? And I couldn't think of a point guard. Maybe Allen Iverson. Was he a point? He was a point guard, right? Sure. But again, he was more of a scorer too. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Like both great players. Assists. I mean, Iverson sort of fell off a cliff. Well, they both kind of fell off a cliff there at the end, but yeah, um, yeah, like Fair. your 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 preference. Like if you're, I would say more of a purist basketball person, you're probably going to pick Nash. But Iverson is definitely a more a flashier player. He like Nash probably could have scored a lot more, and Iverson definitely did score a lot more. I think. Right. I don't, I don't know the numbers, but he. That's my impression of them. Sure. You're not wrong. Yeah, and I just, I get all these things too where it's like, 
here's one just now. It says, uh, it's comparing Jordan and LeBron. Bulls 93 with MJ, 57 and 25. Bulls 94 without MJ, 55 and 27. Cavs 2010 with LeBron, 61 and 21. Cavs 2011 without LeBron, 19 and 63. Okay. What's, <laughs> yeah, who else what's was the on fucking point? On those teams. Yeah. <laughs> the Bulls team in 94 when Jordan was off hitting baseballs. Basically had, had everybody else on the team. <laughs> had three future Hall of Famers on it. LeBron <laughs> was the entire Cavs team. He left and, you know, joined his buddies with Miami and suddenly they went to shit. Okay. What, what does that prove? Oh, oh, so LeBron's better. Sure. Yeah, whatever. No one thinks that's, that's the, the case. That's the dumbest comparison I've ever seen. <laughs> but all of these are so, many of them are so fucking stupid. And finally yesterday, I, I can't even remember which one it was, but I actually, actually I could probably find it. I actually posted, uh, or I replied to one of the posts. Let's see if this I can find it. on Facebook or something? Yeah, it's on Facebook. Um, here we go. It says, this isn't it. Oh. It says, um, I've been wanting to crush this narrative. James was on the Team USA that won bronze, led by NBA superstar and team captain, five-time champion Tim Duncan, and NBA icon Allen Iverson, who, by the way, both LeBron and D-Wade idolized growing up, who both had more minutes and shots than LeBron, who was in year one, by the way. Now let's see who want to show how stupid they are and ignore what actually happened just to spin an inaccurate narrative. And it showed like they're per game. And so LeBron played all eight games. Minutes played 11.5, whereas Allen Iverson was 27 minutes. Tim Duncan was whatever, 22 minutes. And it's when they got the bronze. And it's like, so he played less, but you're saying if he would have played, like if he would have been a starter and played more minutes, they would have won the goal. It's just, so I said, I was like, this has to be an AI post, right? No human is this stupid. And all these people are like dapping me up virtually online. It's just so fun. These people get into these. It's literally called Goat James Kingdom is the Facebook page name. And it's like you can spin any stat you want to. I could spin a stat that says fucking Brian Scalabrini is the best player in the history of the NBA if you really want me to. Because in one game he had 28 points. Be like, if he just would have gotten more playing time, he could have been a Hall of Famer. No. Brian Scalabrini is widely considered the worst player to whatever fucking ever suit up in the NBA. I don't know. These conversations and these debates yeah, are just Scalabrini thanks. Pointless. I wouldn't say worst player, but yeah. Well, not whatever. exactly like not not a first ballot Hall of Famer or no. even a fifth ballot Hall of Famer. Not even close. <laughs> but it's just funny between that and uh for some reason, I've been getting a lot of ads for muscle men. Like, there's a Facebook page like about muscle men. Those little, yeah, those little pink. Oh, I have some here in the, in the. Do studio you really? Bee. Yeah. Oh shit. So you have the collection. All right, Todd's gonna find it. Do you have garbage pail kids as well? No. Oh, are they like displayed? Up on the windowsill or something? Sill, yeah. Displayed might be overselling it a bit, but they're in the room. I like it. I like it. Oh, by the way, here you go. I I finally found it. It's just six categories. So Hall of Fame, Magic Johnson. Yes. Steph Curry. No. Okay. But he will be in the Hall of Fame. So pointless. Yes. 
Championships, Magic 5, Steph 4. First Team All-NBA, Magic 9, Steph 4. All-NBA, Magic 10, Steph 9. That's all the first team All-NBAs that Steph has is four? That is kind of surprising, but it's it's hard to make first team All-NBA. It's really hard to get four. I feel like there's so many more excellent guards now than there were when Magic was playing. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but whatever. Like, I I don't hold that against him. I would say, like, there's always at least 10 guards that can make All-NBA every season for the last five or 10 years. I I don't know if that was true in Magic's day. Again, first team is different. Yeah, it is. One of the five best players in the NBA, but I I think most people would say Steph has been one of the five best players in the NBA. I think he's had a lot of injury-shortened seasons and stuff. And that'll that'll probably only get worse because now you have, you know, they – they made a threshold for a number of games to win awards. Right. True. I don't remember what it was, 65 maybe? I thought it was lower than that, but fair enough. Anyway, MVPs, Magic 3, Steph 2. Finals, MB3, MB, MVPs, Magic 3, Steph 1. And then All-Star Games, Magic 12, Steph 9. I, I don't know how Steph hasn't been in more yeah, All-Star 65 games. 65 regular season games. Oh, it's hey, how 65? Many All-Stars? Fuck. How many All-Star games uh, is he? 12 versus 9. 12 for Magic, 9 for Steph. But it's like his career's not over. He'll almost yeah. surely be in, probably as long as he plays, Steph will be in the All-Star game. Like it's not, you know, it's not that hard to, to do that, to get him in there. So, but I, I don't know. It's just it's just a silly comparison. But like, again, here, yeah, showing the difference. interesting because Dame has seven All-Star appearances. Seven All-Star appearances. See, that's lower than I, I would have thought, too. I feel like he's... No, I feel like he's been slighted. I thought he had been slighted more. I'm surprised that he and oh, okay. Steph are that... Are that close. close. Dame's definitely gotten the short end of the stick a couple of times. That's always been a big debate when a couple of those teams were picked. But but then it has he's their got overall... got one first team, four second teams, and two third teams. Yeah. Like, he probably could have made... I think he was a third team, yeah, this last year. He could have been higher, but they shut him down because mm. he was he was cooking this year for sure. Cooking with the pan. Yeah, um, not not the James Harden cooking. No. Yeah, yeah. James eats his own cooking, clearly. <laughs> um, but no, but then, like, you, they have their lifetime stats, too. And it's like points per game, Steph has 25, Magic 20. I'm just rounding these up. They have the decimal, but rebounds, Magic 7, Steph 5. Assists, Magic 11.2, Steph 6.5. Right there. They're totally different fucking players. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just don't get it. Three-point percentage, Magic 0.303, Steph 0.428. God damn. That's nuts. Free throws, Magic. 0.428? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Magic 85, Steph 91. I actually didn't think, I didn't give Magic that much credit for being 85% free throw shooter. That's pretty good. What was Steph's? 0.909. So basically 91%. He's no Mark Price, but he's close. I'm pretty sure Mark, Mark Price still has the record. Like 95. Like he's... For a season? Know, or for his career? For a career. Jesus. I'm pretty sure Mark Price is the all-time <clears throat> leader in free throw percentage. You're not going to make me look that, that up. 
using my loud ass keyboard. Oh, maybe it is. NBA, here we go. I was curious what uh, Kevin Durant's career free throw, because I feel like he's an automatic shooter mm. from the free throw line. Career is 88.6. Wait, who is this? Kevin Kevin Durant, is it? Yeah, Slim Reaper. Last year, 91.9. Oh, I'm sorry. Steph is the leader. Mark Price is third. Steve Nash was second. You want to know who's fourth? Who? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. He's 89.5 for his career. That's what I'm showing as well. He's, my basketball reference. I mean, he's he's a bucket on the free throw line for sure. Yeah. Stoyakovich fifth. Forgotten about him. Oh, your your Peja. your Trailblazers. Yeah, your Trailblazers head coach Chauncey Billups in six. Look at that. The fucking Chauncey. I wouldn't guess that either. Fire Ray Allen says. Then Rick Barry. Then JJ Redick. So JJ's top ten. Rick Barry should get extra points for shooting underhand, though, right? He should. He really should. Fucking Granny style. Or or fewer points. Because I think well, it's easier yeah. to make score that way. Depends on who you ask, I suppose. A lot of current players on this list. Good for them. Anyway. Um, yeah, Drain, 88.5. Disappointing. So I love Basketball Reference because they have uh, all the nicknames. Do they? Such yeah, as? Yeah, so I, I'm going to give you nicknames of a player. Not not his okay. main one, but some of his secondary nicknames. I like See it. See if you can guess it. Pop quiz, asshole. Yeah. Big Honey. Cookie Monster, and Big Tipper. Wait, these are all the same player? Yeah, it's one guy. Big Honey, Cookie Monster, and Big Tipper? Yeah. Is it the the, the, the guy that played for Arkansas? Um, back He's in the a current 90s. player. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, jeez. Giannis? I don't know. Jokic. <laughs> Oh, Jokic. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> the Cookie Monster is fucking cookie monster. brutal, man. <laughs> brutal. Yeah, that's that's rude. It's actually quite rude. His other nickname they have is Yoke and then Joker, obviously. The Joker, yeah. Let's do this again. There, let, me, let me get another. Yeah, I was about to say, player. is there like a list of names? I like this. <clears throat> let me shut down my basketball reference so no one thinks I'm cheating. Right, I, well, I don't care if you cheat. I know you don't, but I do. I have integrity. Integrity. Let's see. They just need a list of fun nicknames. You should have to look at individual players. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's only nickname is D'Lo. That is correct. I'm just, usually they have other ones, though. I'm surprised. They have AK-47 in there. Nice. <laughs> nice. Is, he, is he still in the league? I don't think he's in the league anymore. No. God, no. I lose track, man. He's Oliver, been by the way, like 10 yeah, years. Yeah, several years. By the way, Oliver Miller is the player I was thinking of. The big fat guy that played for Arkansas, like in the nineties. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big O, I think, was another nickname he had. 
But everything you were saying, I was like, it's got to be a fat guy. And it was Jokic, so I was right. Interesting. Some of these guys don't have any nicknames. You don't have to be in. Uh, Spicy P? This is not who I thought Spicy P was. Are these all current players? Yeah, you got to tell me if it's current or not. It's a current player, yeah. Spicy P? I assume it's someone whose name starts with a P. Yeah. Either first or last. Peter Bagdanovich. Uh, Pascal Siakam. Oh, jeez. He doesn't seem spicy at all. He seems like a very low-key guy. Maybe all that's right. the point. Uh, Jimbo Slice, Honey Bun, Uno. This is very difficult. He does kind of look like Jimbo Slice. Jimbo Slice? James Harden? is that, like, wrestler guy? Yeah, it's James Harden. Also, the beard. I feel like that's... That would have been a giveaway. El Chapo? I've never heard him called that. Hmm. Wasn't that a famous drug dealer? Probably. (laughs) Cartel owner, El Chapo? Pretty sure it was. Almost positive it was, actually. Yeah. Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. Former leader of the Sonola Cartel. <laughs> Perfect. Also, James Hart. <laughs> you fucking fat ass. All right, here's here's some another one. Uh, El Matador... Wonder Boy and Too Easy. Is it uh, what's uh, uh, the Spanish kid? Uh, Julio, not Julio. What the fuck's his name? Guy played for Minnesota. He might not even be in the league anymore. Who am I thinking of? I'm clearly wrong. No, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Who am I thinking of? I'm trying to. I'm not doing well tonight with just thinking of names. Who's the kid? The Spanish player that played for uh, Minnesota. Rudy. He's, oh, oh, bounce uh, around. About long hair. Yeah. Point guard. Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. That's what I was thinking of. Thank you. Um. All right. Yeah. Do a one eighty. And JoJo are two of the lesser-known nicknames of this player. Do a 180? Do, do That's a not a nickname. That's a fucking, fucking phrase. That. <laughs> Maybe because he has a turnaround J. What's the second one? JoJo? Yeah, that's more helpful. I have no idea. Last year's MVP, Joel Embiid. Yeah, he shouldn't have been. Do a 180? That's the dumbest nickname I've ever heard. Stupid. All right, I'll do one more. Yeah, this is terrible. Uh, <laughs> Just because I'm not good at it. I'll, I'll try to make this one a little easier. Skinny okay. Walt, Gentleman, and Jesus Shuttlesworth.
mean, Jesus is Ray Allen. Yeah. Okay. But I, oh, we're sticking with active players. Skinny so Waltz or Gentleman. Yeah. Gentleman. That's... All of those are, I mean, Jesus Shuttleworth makes sense, but all of those were terrible nicknames for the uh, most part. <laughs> Marcus Aldridge lists LMA. I was like, okay, it's not really a nickname. It's just his initials. It's more, it's initials, yeah. Quite literally. Uh, you do Carmelo you, Anthony Marcus? is listed as Mellow, Hoodie Mellow, Sweet Melon, and Mel. Sweet, Sweet Melon? melon? <laughs> Who calls him that? Honeydew. <laughs> oh my god Sweet Melon Yeah people that don't want to be his friend anymore Call him Sweet Melon What a terrible terrible name Terrible terrible name Yeah, I'm just lost in these stupid posts about. Uh, how about how about this one? Uh, yeah. Showboat, Little Flying Warrior, Lord of the Rings. Little Flying Warrior. Lord of the Rings. That, is it ironic because he has no rings? Uh, no. No. In that case, I don't know. I was gonna say These are complete one. bullshit nicknames. Uh, Mr. Bryant. No. Yeah, no. Those so aren't nicknames. For Black Mamba. These are what they list. Black Mamba. It doesn't say... I feel like Bean is one of his nicknames. Isn't that his middle name? Yeah, it's his dad's name. Or his dad's nickname that he took on. KB24, Vino, Showboat, Little Flying Warrior, The Eighth Man, and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so they I mean, the Eighth Man nicknames. makes sense because of his number, but... The number of the first half of his career, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are stupid. How long is Shaq's page? Let's take a Shaq Fu. That kid has more nicknames than kid. That man has more right, nicknames. They don't list that many. Okay, they have Shaq. Not big really Aristotle. a nickname. Diesel, the big Aristotle. Sure. Superman, sure. Shaq Fu, Shaq Daddy, and Warrior. <clears throat> yeah, this was stupid. Um, <laughs> what were your nicknames? Also, in Superman, or Dwight Howard, D twelve, and the Daily Double. Would you that say makes sense? I said, what were your nicknames in high school or college? I never really had a nickname. By the way, to, to totally to get off of the boringness that was the last twenty minutes. <laughs> My one of my employees mentioned to me, I think it was this past week, it may have been the week before, that uh, wanted to give you a nickname, or she wanted no, to give you a nickname. She no, that Pearl Jam was one of her favorite bands. Sure, and she's, I would have thought, too young to have really been a Pearl Jam fan. I know you are a Pearl 17. Jam fan. I wasn't really one, but I went back and listened to Ten or whatever. Uh-huh. And you knew all the songs. What a fucking great album, man. Just hit after hit. <laughs> banger like it after banger. It really, it, it is. It's just nonstop Pretty bangers. Good. It's a really fucking good album. I was, I don't know. It's just something I've, I mean, I haven't listened to that in probably 15 years. Sure. Like any of it, but certainly I'm all the way through. listening to 
Temple of the Dog Hunger Strike as we speak in the background. Oh, well, there you go. Speak of the devil. Is that a coincidence? That's weird. Um, That's a little weird. But yeah, just what a great... And it was it really surprised me. I think... I can't remember which song it was. If you said the title, I might remember it. But um, but she like she said the lyrics just really spoke to her. And I was like, but do you like the music? She's like, oh, yeah. It fucking rocks. And I was like, all right. The lyrics here's, speak to me. Here's the thing that Wait, I think how, is... Do you think... Is this person in their 20s or 30s? No, 30s, mid-30s. Okay. So it's not too far of a stretch to think that she... Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, you could... You don't have to be there from the beginning. That's the thing about Pearl right. Jam. They've been making... Like, right. I know two albums of Pearl Jam. <laughs> There's, they've yeah. released, like, I don't know, 16 albums or A something. lot more than that, yeah. But what she told me is, and this kind of blew my mind because I didn't realize it, her dad, so again, she's in her mid-30s, her dad's like 10 years older than me, had her when he was very young, or when his mother was very young, or not his mother, when his, whatever, when her mother was very young. A long um, time ago. And so she was a fan because he was a fan. <laughs> I was like, there's nothing you could have said that would have made me feel older than telling yeah, me yeah. That your dad <laughs> is a fan of the same thing that I was a fan of. Again, not a huge fan, but I was a fan this of this woman that I worked with. Uh, she's probably like twenty five now, maybe twenty six, and she's like, "Oh yeah. yeah, my dad loves Pearl Jam." And I was like, "Fuck!" I mean, she was she was like, "Yeah, twenty years younger than me." And I was like, "Jesus yeah. Christ!" That's your stinks. dad is that like stinks. way closer to my age than you are, and that scares the shit out of me. Well, and you're gonna see that more frequently with coworkers. Yeah. Every year, it gets a little more frequent. Um, but no, what I was gonna say is. So I was, I was listening to it. This was at the end of the work day. And then I went up and I was doing dishes or starting dinner or something. And I was playing it on my phone. And my wife walked in. And I don't know if there's any more grounds for a divorce than when she said, she was like, I just, I, I don't know. No, she didn't say that. That would, that would be, I'd be okay with that. She was like, I just hate this. She was like this and Creed and Nickelback. It's all the same vocals. I was oh. like, get the fuck out of the house. What are you talking about? I mean, if she listed the other two, but lumping Pearl Jam into that is, oof, that's harsh. I was like, you just, I was like, get it. You don't know what you're talking about. Just leave. <laughs> Take our child and leave. Leave me in go peace. To... Yeah, go listen to Creed and Nickelback. And she doesn't like, she doesn't like any of that. Obviously, it was kind of her point. But yeah. I was like, do not, do not agree with some T-Swift. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what she went and listened to. It's fucking T Swift. Our kid likes T Swift too, so yeah, it's kind of a problem in this house. Well, you're, it makes sense for your kids. My daughter can't speak in coherent sentences anyway. So, um, she's also speaking of music. My daughter also now knows to do this as a way of saying "play Baby Shark," and thusly my life is ruined. So, because um, she loves, I refuse to play. Yeah, I refuse to play on my Spotify though. I always call Jamie and I'm like, you're up. You're like, <laughs> I'm not, not fucking up my history. My, uh... But it's it's funny. Yeah, Jamie brought that up. She's like, I don't want my year in thing to be like, here's your top songs. And it's all <laughs> like kids beat shit. So she actually got a family plan. Like she upgraded. This was just in the last couple of days. She upgraded our Spotify plan to be like a family plan so that we can have a, a kid station that doesn't impact her, uh, her search history and her play history. So good save there. At the last minute. But anyway, uh, there's something else I was going to say about the Pearl Jam thing. But yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was listening to it and I was like, fuck. 
this is really good. And then I started listening to Cranberries again. I don't know. Can't ever miss with Cranberries, man. Nice. I go back so to you, that album. You've listened to more than like Beyond the Zombie album, right? You mean more recent stuff? I mean, I've only listened to the first two albums. I have heard album. more more of the stuff, yes, but I typically... And mostly just the first album, to be honest with you. Typically, though, when I when I go to listen to something, that's the album that I'm listening to. Occasionally, I'll, you know, it'll, or, or like I'll play the through that album and I'll go second. to something else. Uh, what's it called? No, no need, need to argue. argue so or... the second one. Yeah, no need to argue is the one I go to. To the Faithful Departed has some good tracks too, but it's that's when it started kind of turning for me. Not that it's again, not that it's bad. I just yeah, I'm not like Salvation is a little. I like the more depressing stuff from the Dolores O'Riordan, O'Riordan catalog. Dolores O'Riordan. Uh, yeah, no need to argue. Is fucking. Cover to cover, man. Again, just banger, <laughs> banger after banger, yeah. <laughs> banger after banger. This, your coworkers like, I like her voice, but the music rocks. <laughs> but man, the instrumentation is just fucking next level. Just crashing on the cymbals. Another thing, speaking of music, and then we'll end the show because I'm getting tired. And I'm sure you are too. Another thing that I rediscovered, like literally in the last forty eight hours, was. Um, Self. I hadn't listened to Self in a long time. Oh, did you see? The, I think they played. There was some like. They did. That That's punk rock Saturdays. I am. Days. I, think they, they I am. The reunion I am. Reunion show or they played a reunion. And then Mike Levin commented on. He was the first, and at that point, only comment that I saw. <laughs> he was like, I remember Self. And then that page responded and was like, yeah, they Do played they a 20 have like year a anniversary. Band camp or something? They have a band camp, yeah. Which, listen to it. I know that um, Codename Spivey. Is something I've listened to literally hundreds of times, but the other albums on Bandcamp are actually really good. There's one that's like all B sides. It's not great, but their first album, which they only released on tape. That's uh, right, ladies and gentlemen. Ten songs tape. or self-titled. Ten songs, ten songs, and but ten songs and self-titled both. Again, I hate to hate to use it to death, but they're they're bangers. It's good stuff. Actually, I played drums. On on Tuesday, I was at school and Jamie went and ran an errand. I was like, okay, I'm playing drums. And um, I played along with that self album. I like Rusty. He's a good drummer. Not a lot of variation. Not real hard to play along with, with self, but it's a good workout. So, um, but yeah, I, I played along to Cody's band out of North Carolina called Silly that I would like to find again because. I remember enjoying them, but I don't. I don't know if they're music like old school anywhere. Like you don't think they're around anymore? I seriously doubt it. On Wikipedia, the only silly band is from East Berlin, so I'm guessing that's not the same one. That's right, East Berlin, German rock band. Is this like a punk band? Like what? Yeah. Can you give us some pop. Punk band from Banner Elk. Yeah. Did you see them live? Yes, they played at Clemson. Oh, interesting. They had a CD entitled "Will You Go with Me," 
1995. I feel like I want to say that sounds familiar. On the the soundtrack of the one eye level, one level skate video from 1996, it says. Nice. You know you've made it when you're featured on a skate video. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. In the 90s, hard to do. In the 90s? I'm, I'm not even joking. That's not even, I'm not being facetious. That's legit. Are you finding it? Uh, it looks like. Like, is it on Spotify? They have one. Or oh, they have it on uh, YouTube. YouTube, yeah. Of course they do. On the tube. I'm guessing if you listen to it, it's, it's more poppy than punk. I'm an idiot. I just put in silly band. If you type in of course Silly Will You Go not. With Me, it's available on YouTube. Oh, there it is. Okay. It auto-filled auto in for Yeah, me. this is a lot more pop than punk. Yeah, I'll give it a listen. Jangly. They're pretty good, though. Off the air, I'll yeah, give it a listen. It has a very like, high-pitched, kind of whiny voice, but it's good. Oh, so like mid-90s pop punk? <laughs> I mean, his voice sounds like... Almost like Dead Kennedys, not Dead Kennedys, sorry, um, Dead Milkman. Oh. Never a huge Dead kind Milkman of. fan. I know you were, but. Anyway, okay, all right, let's close it out. I think I have their Night. sticker on my guitar case, actually. You still have a guitar? Here I did. News to me. You did have a guitar or you did have a sticker? Oh, I have, I I think I do. It's the acoustic guitar <laughs> case that I've had forever. <laughs> That's not sure if he has a guitar. He's looking at it. Looking at the case yeah. anyways. Not I'm sure looking for the silly sticker to see if it's on there. It oh, might, I okay. don't, It's not on top. It might be on the side somewhere. I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, you have to fill us in next week on that. Um, all right. Well, that's it. We thank you guys for listening. Check us out, bropodnetwork.com. Shoot us an email, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. I will say that our email inbox has been hectic recently. There's been a lot more emails. I don't think they're from fans. I think it's mostly spam, but I get a lot of notifications throughout the day that we have emails going to bropodnetwork at gmail.com. So, again, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. So hit us up. Also, uh, slide into our DMs on Instagram or X at the underscore bro underscore pod. I think we're verified. But actually, I doubt it. Um, but yeah, that's where we are. The underscore bro underscore pod. Tell a friend. Spread the word about the show. I recently discovered that Smartless got uh, 80 million to keep doing their show for the next five years. I feel like we're Holy nice shit, them. really? Yeah. Man, it's money in podcasting. I'm telling you. It's all at the top. It filters high, let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like help us get to world. that top. The yeah, rich exactly. get richer in the... The, Smartless, uh, the Joe Rogan is down at the bottom getting yeah, nothing. Yeah, the peons get nothing. Uh, Smartless, Joe Rogan, and um, and Bill Simmons are are at a half bill. Everybody else gets to spread the the other hundred million or whatever's out there. So anyway, but help us get a piece of that pie by uh, liking, subscribing, sharing, telling a friend. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Welcome back, time back stateside here in the U.S. of A. So. Thank you for listening. And until next week, everybody. Peace. Peace.